The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you betcha, yeah. If it's made in Minnesota, who's making it and how? Yeah, you got that right. It's the makers of Minnesota, focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota, and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the makers of Minnesota. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota. I am Stephanie Hansen, and I am here for the Makers of Minnesota because you all have been listening, which is very appreciated. Um, we keep track of the momentum that the podcast is having, and I am pleased to say on episode 108, we're going strong. Um, we are here because we cover stories of cool people doing cool things in the state of Minnesota. My wheelhouse is sort of food and beverage, so we do cover a lot of those folks, but also people in tech, in um, health sciences, people that have made other types of products are certainly welcome to the podcast. You can always reach out to us. We have an Instagram account, Makers of Minnesota, and I just did a call recently, and I swear I found like 100 new people that I did not know about. Um, Instagram is a great wealth of information. You can also uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter. So if you have a maker that you think we need to know about, let us know. Also, I never ask for this, but they tell me I'm supposed to ask every single time, and I always forget, which is if you enjoy the podcast, please give it a good rating. By doing that, it helps other people see the podcast in their feed so that they're able to listen to it if maybe they haven't been exposed to it to date. Um, we have kind of a special guest today. She doesn't know why she's a special guest, but we're here with Kirsten Marilla. And she is the founder of Her Spirit Vodka. And she's also a podcaster. Oh, I am. So well, I feel like this is great. I am. But my husband does most of our podcasts. Or my my husband actually does the podcast for us. He yep. does the interviews. But I do all the legwork and I find all the amazing women and become friends with them before or after the podcast. So it's really given me a chance to meet so many amazing people, much like yourself. I'm sure, like you said, you never even knew a hundred people even existed no. until social media. And then now you're going to meet all and of them. I and I feel like I'm kind of in the know. Like I, I try to pay right. attention. Yep. I go to um, events. I go to farmer's markets. Like I'm always looking for new stories. So that there were that many that I had not been exposed to. And the funny thing is, like there were clearly a group of like 10 that rose to the top mm-hmm. where people kept mentioning them. Sure. So that either means A, they're good makers, which mm-hmm. is awesome, mm-hmm. or B, that they're supportive of other makers. Yep. And so maybe their product isn't the most well-known, but they're there always helping other people get mm-hmm. recognized and championing other people. And I'm as interested to talk to those people because it's yep. obviously it's such a community. You have been on the scene with Her Spirit Vodka for how long? Well, it's been about three years in the making, and we created Buzz very early on. We actually launched with product in January of 2018, but we created a social media platform. We did our website. We just got that Buzz going probably about six months in. So so that's pretty different than it's very different. a lot of companies. Tell me what your background was or what your rationale was to start there before you even had the product. It's on. Neither my husband or I have a 
a marketing background or an advertising really? by any means, but my husband, and I'm going to talk about him a little bit here because he's, he's very creative. Yeah. He's a juggler. He's got a hundred balls in the air. He's constantly coming up with ideas. He's a serial entrepreneur. I have never been an entrepreneur up until this point. Interesting. So a lot of the stuff that we do is coming from him saying, Hey, what about this? Or let's have a meeting and just start brainstorming. And I use every colored marker I can find just to get my brain kind of going and it's like, yep, let's try this one. Let's try this one. So the marketing idea came about very early. And I remember thinking, what am I going to talk about? What's Instagram? I had never been on Instagram right. personally prior to Her Spirit. So I was scared to death of Instagram. Now it's become my favorite. Yeah. But it really, I found things to post about. I started posting about maybe recipes. Mm-hmm. I started posting pictures of our merchandise that we had at the time. I started really supporting other women and trying to do reposts of things that they were doing. So much like you said, just really trying to be uh, uh, someone who was out there, just really trying to build these women up and support them and get them some recognition. So let's back up one second. What is your husband's background and why did the two of you start a vodka company? Yep. So he, um, like I said, he's always been an entrepreneur. He's Mm -hmm. been in multiple different businesses, but most recently, um, he founded Bigwood Brewery in White Bear Lake. Okay, so a so brewery, he had, he a little had experience bit. in the industry. Sure, he really wanted to start a distillery because he's a bourbon and a and a whiskey guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just he was kind of getting to the point with the brewery where he was he was kind of done with the taproom thing. He wanted something completely different. So when we started talking about her spirit, we we decided that we wanted to give back. We both wanted to give back in a big way. So in order to give the 50% back that we do, it's hard for us. It would have been very hard for us to actually build a distillery and have a physical location financially. Yep. So we opted to just kind of stick with our why, and that's what's guided us since day one. Um, giving back to women entrepreneurs has has been what it drives us forward every day, to be honest with you. So just through the course of several conversations, it kind of went from let's have this bricks and mortar cool distillery I probably wouldn't have been involved with it very much, if at all. Yeah, because you also have a day job. I still work full time. So this really started as kind of my husband's idea of him wanting to do something different or in conjunction with Big Wood and just kind of stay in the industry because we both we both like it. It's a really fun industry. So it changed over over time with with me becoming 100 percent owner. It was going to be produced on a larger scale so that we could do the give back and keep costs down, um, keep capital investment down, et cetera. So it really morphed into something kind of different from the original thought process that he had. So does somebody else actually produce the yep. vodka for you? Yep. It's produced in Indiana. We're okay. very transparent about that. Yep. It's bottled and packaged in Princeton, Minnesota. So that's the Minnesota connection. We're sure. both, we're, we both live here. We're in, we live in St. Paul. Um, so we like to kind of say that we're, we're a local couple who wants to be part of a global movement. And that's really the goal for this brand is to take it nationwide. We aren't small batch. It's not craft. However, it's very high quality vodka and it's under $20 no matter where you go. So that was a goal of ours was to bring it in at an affordable cost. The bottle's very simple. The label's very simple. Mm -hmm. The brand itself is classic and just stands strong on it on its own. So it is a little bit different than what people are doing right now. I you know, distilleries are hot. I get it. We yep. love them ourselves. Um, it's just a, we chose a different route. And and like I said, it, it really stems back to the give back and being able to do that in a big way. So let's go back to that, because I think that's pretty interesting. You created a company because it was fun 
mm-hmm. but the primary goal was to give back. So you just you just nailed how does it, that Stephanie. Work? Like, you just nailed it, and that's what we've said since day one. We want to give back in a big way, why? but have fun doing it. Where does that come from? We're both we both love to donate our time. We I love to donate to injured dogs. I mean, I would save every dog in the world if I could. That's yep. a huge passion of mine. And we started talking about that is what what do we both believe in strongly that we want to give back to? And you start kind of tossing out ideas, starving children, the homeless. There's so many there's so many great opportunities out there. But those all kind of bring a sadness to your life. Right. It's not they're not joyful things. They're they're sad things that you're trying to help change and 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 be, you know, bring some good to it but we wanted something that was positive and inspiring and motivating for us. All the women I've met through owning this business have, that's who keeps me going every day. I mean, it almost makes me want to cry. I get really emotional when I think about how many amazing women, some of whom you probably know through the podcast that just are there that are so supportive. So we wanted something that was positive and fun and feel good for everyone involved. So does that feel different then? Because so if you're an entrepreneur and you're driving your business forward, you know, you're obviously trying to make money. You have a mm-hmm. day job. So this is um, it's more than a hobby. You know, <laughs> you're really trying to make something with yep. it, but you're only keeping 50 percent of the net mm-hmm. profit. So mm-hmm. is that a different um, feeling about what drives you forward and what gets you out of bed every day? Um, not so. I kind of see where you're going with this is that we are not driven by the money we get in return from this business. We are driven by, can we, I want to change lives. I, I, that's such a bold statement. And I, I, I keep throwing it out there, but that's my, that's my ultimate kind of 30,000 foot yep. goal is to really change lives and help other women who want to start businesses get into their, follow their dreams. So we live a very simple life. I'm a thoroughly, I only shop at Goodwill. Yep. Like that's just that's just who we are. We don't need extravagant things. So yeah. our goal is not to make billions of dollars out of this business. If, be, if it becomes successful and we are, if I'm able to maybe um, not work full time anymore. Yep. Dare I say that? Yeah, you can. Because I think <laughs> that, that is, is a goal. I want to do this full time. It mm-hmm. is my full time job. I do do it full time. I believe really. that. You know, yeah. I just have two full time jobs basically. But um, it is the why I will. It's that's what drives us is is the give back to to, to women. I mean, it's just so at the end of the month and I'm going to just pick at this a little bit. Yeah. So at the end of the month or, you know, you do your P&L and mm-hmm. you have I, I'm just going to make up a number a thousand dollars net yep. profit. Yep. And you then are going to give away half of that. Yep. Do you have like a formal process for how you give that away or we do we in 2017 prior to having product, we took our personal tax return, which was roughly five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And we made that our first giveaway. Right. That was to kick off the brand, to show our passion for the mission. We had an application process that was open to the United States. Yep. Um, a lot of Minnesota women obviously applied because sure. they they knew about it more than someone in you know Tennessee. Yep. Uh, but we did get some outstate applicants. So that was open for 30 days. It was just a simple application process on our website. I then had an advisory board of three women in business go through all the applicants and used a very basic rubric scoring method. No bias, no opinion, just a scoring method to score certain criteria. 
I was completely removed from the process because I knew a lot of the applicants. So I didn't want there to be any yeah, bias of, oh, the only reason you won is because Kirsten knows you. So, And I plan to be removed going forward. And then it was narrowed down to two finalists. And those two finalists had their biographies, their businesses, their marketing plans, everything that they wanted to provide was put on our website. And then the public voted. And that was kind of the fun part for us was to see who was voting and, you know, who was kind of winning and who was slipping down behind. But I feel if you're going to go and support this brand and spend $20 on a bottle or go drink it at a bar every time you go out, it's your money. And you should have a say in who wins that give back. And who won? It was my movement, M-A-I movement. Um, it's two women. They make tank tops. They make um, yoga and lifestyle yeah. kind of fitness apparel, Emma and Lizzie. And they, it was so fun to watch them throughout the process because they really put themselves out there. They did cold calling. I mean, they were handing out flyers in, in bars and restaurants cool. and in, in neighborhoods. Like, hey, this is what we're all about. This is like a contest that we're trying to win. Please vote for us. So they really got a lot out of it too, yeah. I think, and really grew um, as, you know, both personally and professionally. So it was super fun for us to watch. We've now remained in contact throughout mm-hmm. the year. We try and promote each other. Um, so it wasn't just like a one and done thing. Here's right. your check. Bye. Um, we do just continue to kind of update our own website with their information. Um, so it's just, it's been fun all around. Now going forward, um, it will be 50% of the profits, yep. not just the 5,000. Um, but we also hope to establish a 501c or a nonprofit kind of arm to the to the organiz or to the company. Yeah. So that that money is just clean cut, clean put in that in that bucket or that foundation. And we've also been contacted by organizations and individuals saying, you know, what else can I do? I buy the product, but can I give you a thousand dollars for the give back? And right now we just don't have a clean yeah way to do that. I don't want to say sure. And then it goes into you know her spirit business account. Yeah. So the the nonprofit I think allows. Just more transparency, and you could have dinners or different things yep. where people could have more of yep. a. Yeah, we thought about like a, like a five, like have a five k and have yep. you know the profits from that go into that. So I think it opens the door for us to grow that give back versus just the the fifty percent. Now, hopefully, someday that fifty percent is is big. It won't be next year because yeah. we're a startup and we've created a lot of debt to start this business. But how did you fund the business initially? So you used your tax return. Are you totally charging things on your credit cards and maxed out? How do you second home mortgage? Okay, yeah, maxed out. So let's talk about that for a second because is your husband your business partner? He is. Yep. So we we consider ourselves co-founders and, okay. and I'm owner. So he sold the has since sold the brewery and now works full-time unpaid for her spirit. So her husband, you guys that's are, his title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are A business partners, B life partners. Yep. Um <laughs> do you ever have conflict over like the direction that you should go um, and we are both pretty good communicators and we have a lot of respect for each other. So when we feel ourselves kind of getting heightened, we're both, my husband probably more so than I, we're good about kind of let's reel this back in because we have since, we ha- we've said since day one, if this ever affects our marriage one one tiny bit, we're done. It's not worth it. Wow. Because so all our always, business did was affect our marriage. We just keep speaking that in from check. Experience. It's hard, right? I well, mean, it's and- really hard. I was going to, my next question for you is going to be, how do you separate business from your life? Because it becomes your we life. We don't. Yep. It, it is. 
And so 24 seven, mm-hmm. you're working you on the business You wake up together. and the first conversation is, oh my gosh, I thought about this last night at 2 a.m. Yeah. But I didn't want to wake you up. So now can I just vomit all over you? And I'm trying to get out the door for work. Right. So there's times where I'm like, we just, I'm, we just say now is not a good time for me to talk about it. Let's, let's have a meeting at three o'clock at the kitchen table. And we, we formalize it a little bit more than just, no, you can't just spit out your ideas right now. Cause I'm, That's smart. I'm tired. I'm still in this, you know, my Fairview brain. Yeah. Whatever the case, whatever the case may be, I'm walking out the door. I don't have time. So we're both really good about kind of setting those boundaries that and is respecting impressive. them and not sure. being like, no, you have to listen to me, right? No. I was a petulant child and was not able to do that when I wanted to talk about things. I want to talk about it it's, now. Trust me, there's days I don't handle it with grace and yeah. there's days that things do get escalated, but we're both really good about just, okay, let's take a deep breath. Let's walk away from this for a minute. And just our marriage is number one. Right. And that's, we just have been really good about remembering that. We're only, I'll say three years. We're three years into, into you know, the very start of this business. And how many years with actual product? So since January, so about eight, eight months. Okay. So only eight months with product. Yep. Now, who does sales for you? So Steve, my husband, is who is out all day at, at bars and liquor stores yep. and kind of selling the product. And he doesn't get paid. So to go back to your question about, how did you finance this? We're just, we do things on the cheap. We yeah. don't, we haven't hired a sales force. We don't have a big marketing firm behind us. It's just him and I throwing ideas out, hoping something sticks to the wall. And word of mouth. And, <laughs> and when, word you of go, mouth. when you go into a liquor store, like tell me some of the liquor stores that carry your, her spirit. We're vodka. in almost 200 bars and liquor stores across the state of Minnesota. Wait, so, just by him knocking on doors. Him and our distributor. So we have a distributor. It's the same. We use the same distributor throughout the whole state. Um, so it's up to them too. They've got, you know, multiple reps yeah. in all the different areas. So between the two of us or between them and, and us, um, I sometimes will take my lunch break and hit some stores around, you know, my office. Is there I'll a stop store, on the way home? Yeah. So. Is there a store that has really championed you that you'd like to? We do mention? have some. So Strong Liquor, who they are out in the Minnetonka area, uh-huh. they have been partners since day one. They believe in the product. When someone comes up to the counter and has a bottle of Tito's, they say you don't you don't want that. You buy that. It's cheaper and it's just as good. I mean, they say that with yeah. no hesitation. So that's kind of fun to see. Sure. Do we do we tell them to do that? Absolutely not. Um, Total Wine has us, they're big supporters, the top 10 stores. Those are kind of some of the bigger yeah. chains that have us. Haskell's has us, um, Certix here in, in town has us. So it's kind of fun to see some of those bigger guys taking it on, believing in it, because we're not we're not a Tito's by any means, right. you know what I mean? So for them to believe in in the little guy who's still trying to take on Goliath, who is Tito's, you know, that's that's really, that's so meaningful to me. And then you know, just the mom and pop shops, like the strong liquor that. And if the product's good, like, I mean, not to be smirch vodka, but yeah, it, vodka it is, is vodka and there it is are good. some subtleties. And, and we needed that because the mission will only stand on its own for so long. Right. If you have a crap product, people aren't going to come back and buy it. But you know, if, it's, you, if it's decent, then why wouldn't you buy it? Why because... wouldn't you go back and buy it? And that's my mentality. But that's, you know, that's hard to get. Spirit drinkers are very loyal. They go into their store, they grab their bottle, they don't necessarily look around versus a craft beer drinker or a wine drinker who might yeah, want to like... a little like, more experimental. They might want to dabble and way. experiment a little bit versus I find, and I was too, I was a strict Tito's vodka drinker. That's all I drank. And I get it. 
you go into the store and you grab what you know because it's consistent. You know that if you take it to the party, people are going to like it. Yeah. So I, I totally understand it, but that's a bit, that's our biggest hurdle, getting people to know about it. So it's up to me. I do a lot of tastings at liquor stores every Friday and Saturday night. I'm at a different store, getting people to sample it. Hopefully they buy it. They don't always buy it, but that's part of, that's part of the marketing and that's part of getting the word out there um, is, is really saying here, try this, try it. You'll like it. You know, that type of thing. So we're talking about her spirits vodka. And if all things are considered somewhat equal, you mentioned Tito's, is that kind of, are you in the, um, what, what I would say that's realm. Yep. So it's definitely not considered a top shelf just because of its price point and its simplicity. However, I will say there have been Kettle One drinkers and Grey Goose drinkers that say, I am switching. It's yeah. almost half the price, and it's just as good. Taste it's tests six, are so fun to do, too. six times distilled really makes it a smooth product, and it's 100% corn. So that's when I say kind of the realm of Tito's. We wanted to bring it under Tito's for price point. That was very important to us, um, which it is. Yep. And it's it's a similar, um, I will say, foundation. It's, and mouthfeel. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep, it's creamy. Profile. It's um got some. We just won a gold medal. I saw that in New York for a blind taste test. So you, there's nothing about the brand that factors in. Um, it's just a complete blind taste test, and then you're scored based on certain um qualities about the product. And it came back with some interesting notes: citrus, lively, um, wet stone. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but. <laughs> Um, pineapple. That's so funny. So it's interesting what people pick up in it. Wet stone. Wet and stone. I absolutely know what a wet stone tastes like, <laughs> which is so odd, but I've licked a lot of rocks, I oh, think. funny. I used to hunt for agates and you'd always oh, so lick you the lick rock yes. to see sort of what Then you the know, so, looks like. well, this bottle's for you. You'll love it. <laughs> wet stones. So funny. So how can um, people help you? Because I'd like to help you quit your job. Not that it's not awesome. Well, thanks, but Stephanie. You know, because I, I believe that this idea of giving back, so many products that we're seeing now have this model, and there's an official name for the model, and maybe it's just the give back model. Mm-hmm. Um, you are seeing more and more of it. And yeah. that's, isn't that, to me, that just gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling. I yeah. just, I love it. No matter whether you're giving 5% back or all of 100%. I mean, or it's, it's just hippie feet or no matter Tom's what you're, or, exactly. Yeah, they're every, all doing something to make the world a better place, and that warms my heart. So let's um, help you get there. What can people that are listening to this podcast do to help Her Spirit Vodka be able to mm-hmm. give more? Of course, sales okay. is the number one thing. And are you in restaurants drinker, and bars? We're we're in bars in Minneapolis and St. Paul, but not as heavily as we want to be. Okay. So that is a point that I would like to make. If you go out and you want to try Her Spirit and the bar doesn't have it, ask for it. Okay. Start asking for Her Spirit. Um, ask for it by name. If you're a vodka drinker, I will. I would love to find someone who who does not like it. Yeah. I have not heard that yet. I'm very open to it. I, you won't hurt my feelings. Sure, but, but I I can I can confidently say chances are you'll you'll like it when you okay. go and spend seven dollars at a at a bar. Um, I think you're going to like what you get. So sales would be number one. Talking about it, telling your friends, influential people like yourself have have can help us tremendously yep. because of your 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 reach. Um. So just you saying that, that you want to help is, is, is wonderful. And this podcast foundation will be helpful enough. You know, just this platform is awesome. So tell your friends about it. Follow us on social media. All of our social media um, tags are, is 
Um, is it a handle? Is that what it's called? Yep. <laughs> um, at her, I'm so I'm so old. Like no. I'm, I don't have the lingo down. Nope. And I don't do Snapchat, so don't go there and try and find me. I, um, you know what? I was it was interesting you mentioned that because. I, in a lot of these interviews, nobody ever mentioned Snapchat. And in the day, I remember when I was doing all my social media work, like, oh, if I don't know Snapchat, how can I say I'm a social media specialist? Well, I just didn't. I just decided not to do it. I had my yep. hands full. And then recently this week, I noticed a couple of big executives are leaving Snap, as it's now called. Oh, So I just it's interesting what the next thing will be. Well, and like you said, it just gets to be too much. And I found Instagram to be our is so helpful. It's a, it's an amazing platform for mm-hmm. us to be on Facebook and Twitter. And I don't have, I have um, a presence on those, but Instagram is really mm-hmm. um, our primary focus. So it, it just gets to be too much. It's so time consuming, but it's so important. This could be a whole nother podcast because I have a love hate relationship with social media. Let's talk As about do it. most people. Well, it's, you have to, you have to have it. And it's so, so powerful. I reached out to um, one of the real housewives of Orange County on Instagram. I just thought, what Which the heck? one? Um, Emily Simpson. Okay. She's the new one this year. Her and Gina are new. And I just, I felt such a, not not necessarily a connection to her, but she just seemed, she seemed real. Yeah. If you can say that about an Orange you County sure housewife. Can. She seemed really <laughs> down to earth. And she The came, new Gina, maybe? Remember Gina yeah, in the day? She I was know. like so nice. And I know. And that's what Emily really can't came across as and I just I liked her kind of the best so I sent her an Instagram message I thought what the heck just no expectations can I just send you a bottle enjoy it with your girlfriends have fun nothing like I don't want anything from you she got back to me wait a second yes you do I didn't I had no expectations and that is something that I've learned from this but then you get okay but I'm going to just pick at that a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. It's it's very um, noble to not have expectations. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, your expectation is to help other people. And if you're really going to help other people, then that comes through product sales. So you giving someone a bottle, there is an expectation that maybe they'll help you spread the word, if nothing else. I think it's more of a hope than an expectation. Got it. I Did I hope she would do something with it other than have her assistant just throw it in the garbage because she didn't want to open it? Hope. Versus I, expectation. Yeah. I see the difference I mean, there. I, I was hopeful that she would at least try it. Did and, she? Well, so she gave, so, yep, absolutely. Send it to this address. Sent it out. Like two weeks later, she messaged me back and said, I'm so sorry I haven't posted anything about this. And I'm like, you're apologizing to me because you haven't posted? I Come on, girl. So then she said, Lizzie, who was an ex-OC housewife. Uh-huh was having a party at her Laguna Beach home on September 6th. And Emily said, I'm going to bring it to Lizzie's house. I ended up sending two bottles. I should have sent like a, a case, but at the time <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know she was going to go have a party with it. So she posted all throughout the night on September 6th at their painting party. She dipped her paintbrush in the vodka glass by accident. Like she did, she had so much fun with it. And then the next day, Lizzie, who I didn't think would even factor into this, she did an actual Instagram post. And if you're in the Instagram world, you know, if you get a real post versus a story, or it's a kind of a big post, deal, yeah. right? And I didn't pay her anything. She didn't ask for anything. I didn't ask her for anything. Going back to that, it was just have fun. I hope you enjoy it. That was probably my exact verbiage. So they did a, that's just goes to show you, put yourself out there and, and try. use social media to its to your advantage. And to make a connection. 
make a connection. You made a connection with that I did. Person. Now I've reached out to several other people and have gotten nothing in response. And that's actually my expectation is to receive not, I don't even expect to receive a response from some of these people. So the fact that she did as much as she did. I think it's smart. There's a certain amount of guilt. And, and mm-hmm. just if people give me something or send me something mm-hmm. or ask me about something, I have to be careful because you, you know, we have pay to play is in the radio side of the business. So you have to be careful. But, you know, I'm interested in new stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in tasting the latest things or what people's products are making. And I'm frankly surprised that you don't, I don't get more of that. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. I think people are afraid to ask. People, and, I am. I'm yeah, afraid to ask. But I you're don't. overcoming that and good for you. Even when we did our launch party. So when we released the product in January, which is, you know, the godforsaken time here in Minnesota. But we had a, an outdoor launch party in January and I did VIP bags for the first 25 people that showed up. And when I put when I was putting those together, I don't know if ever once I said, hey, Stephanie, I know you uh, make bracelets. Would you be willing to donate 25? Right. I put it out there that is anyone interested in putting their item in? Then I, then I from there, I said, okay, like um, Lauren from, from Essence One. Oh, gosh, I love, love her products. Her. Love her. I, I reached out to her and said, what? I, wanna buy, I want to buy 25 chapsticks mm-hmm. from you. So I don't, I don't know. I feel, I grew up small town. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> Like, I can't ask for something. I feel, I would feel bad saying, hey, can I go borrow a dollar to go? Buy yeah. a, I don't, I can't do that. It's not in my nature. So um, that is Change something. Your nature. That is something that I'm having to overcome because I think. To ask for help. And then I have friends like Heidi. You probably know her from Excelsior Candle. She's just like, I I need this. Can you help me? You know, and she just yeah. puts it out there. And I admire her for that. Cause I think that that is a good skill for women to learn. It's we were taught. But I don't, not be rude about it. Yeah. Like, there's we a were fine taught line. not to ask. We were. Exactly. Especially, well, like you said, so where did I grow up? I grew up in Montgomery, Minnesota, which is okay. a very small town south of the metro. Um, it. I was a sheltered child, you yeah. know, so this is, I'm 43 and I'm learning so much about the world right now. I think culturally <laughs> too. I think the over forties, which I'm part of your club, mm-hmm. um, I think that it's changed a lot. I think like, so. I think twenty year old women and thirty year old women they ask for what they want, mm-hmm. not only in business but in no. bed, in, life. in their life. Yeah, yeah. And I have a daughter that's twenty, and it doesn't occur to her not to ask for exactly what funny? she wants, and yep. she has no. She doesn't feel guilty or shame or anything about it. It's great. I mean, there's a lot to learn from what I will call yeah. the younger millennial generation. Or I think so. And we dog them all the time where you read about them in the news. I know. Like you just kind of roll your eyes yeah, sometimes. But like the I, poor millennials. But there's a lot to be said there. They um they have some special gifts. I and so I, I kind of dig it. I've I've learned a lot from quite a few business owners who are who are young, yeah. you know, and I could be their mother. And I it, like but it. It's, I, I do, too. Oh, more power to him. And more power to her spirit vodka as we Thank wrap you. up here. Um, we're talking to Kirsten Marilla. Her husband is Steve. We should call him by name. Yeah, her we husband. So even on husband. his business cards, it says her <laughs> husband. That's his title. And all of his T-shirts that he wears on a daily basis for work say, I work for her. Oh, that's cute. And he owns it. It's so fun to see, you know, this big guy, this manly man, you know, pa- you know, yep. Yeah. Hey. I work for her and I'm proud of it. I like it. So that's like fun. It. That's really fun. Thanks for being a guest. Good Thank luck. Thank you so we'll much. for your product yep. and our Spread bars the word. and restaurants. Spread the word. And it's Her Spirit Vodka. Thank you.